As a business owner of an aquaculture company, how can you take the first step to be profitable and sustainable at the same time? That's what we're going to be talking about in these episodes. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Aquaculture podcast. This is the podcast for the sustainable business movement in the aqua farming and ocean ranching industries. This podcast aims to amplify the voices of entrepreneurs addressing the United Nations Global Goals, aka Sustainable Development Goals, number 14, to conserve and sustainably use the oceans and the seas. Listen in to fellow business aquaculturists in their journey in this new model of food production of making their business sustainable and help the ocean's ecology while also making a profit all at the same time. Get inspired to learn how even small to medium businesses can make an impact to save the seas, leave a legacy, and have a better quality of life. One of our goals is you take away a nugget of wisdom that will help your business move from the industrial revolution to business 5.0. Our vision is that of collaboration in the aquaculture industry. I'm Lourdes Gant, your host. As an aquaculture business, how do you get advanced information on what the top trends are in the business of aquaculture? This episode, that's what we're going to be talking about. Thank you very much for all our guests from Season 4 because I'm able to amalgamate all these brilliant minds who became one of my top resources in finding out what's the top trends in the business of aquaculture. So for this episode, which we're launching for October for Season 5, I would like to summarize the top trends in the business of aquaculture contributed by our 15 guests. So for our first trend, it's habitat restoration. In our 2021 Top Trends Report, this was number two, which was entitled Ecologically Beneficial Seaweed and Shellfish Aquaculture. Habitat restoration in this context is about the impact of shellfish farming, helping to restore the habitat, the water quality, and bring back to life many species. Not actually surprised to see this again, as we know, one of the other trends, which I'm going to discuss later, is sustainability. The second trend is land-based aquaculture systems. This was also in last year trends as RAS, as you all know. We also mentioned closed containment and land-based RAS bringing aquaculture closer to major metropolitan areas, reducing transportation costs, and creating a local food system. I created a PowerPoint presentation of all these trends, so I will put the link at the bottom below the podcast so that you guys can follow along with me while I'm doing this audio recording. And in this slide, I was showing the number of countries with multiple recirculating aquaculture systems projects and facilities. In this slide, I was talking about United States leading that statistic, which has 35 RAS projects and facilities, followed by Norway, and then China, Russia, Canada, Japan, Iceland, Spain, Denmark, and France. The next trend is about regenerative aquaculture, and this means creating coastal underwater gardens. In one of the episodes in season four, Joaquim Yerl actually talked about this. The next trend, number four, for this year's top trends in the business of aquaculture is about innovation. We really cannot ignore the fact about aquaculture technology that's coming into play, especially 
it will just do more than produce food. It will also be to reduce or mitigate negative environmental effects. Obviously, sustainable technology, nanobubble, precision aquaculture, Internet of Things, and other movements will become career choices in their own right for people seeking work in the aquaculture industry. Not to mention artificial intelligence, supply chain disruption, and various aquaculture technology. Number five trend is about multi-tropic aquaculture being high income and high impact. I'm talking about the meeting of environmental sustainability, creating profit sustainable, and creating sustainable societies. This was called polyculture in last year's trends. It's the same as integrated multi-traffic aquaculture, which will be experiencing explosive growth in the near future. It has the economic potential to produce massive quantities of food, all the while helping to maintain and improve the health of the ecology. The number six trend is about communications. And last year, I categorized this as increased collaboration. One of our guests in season four was talking about it will take a village to grow sustainably. Obviously, last year, we mentioned about reconciliation, social justice movements, indigenous partnerships, ecosystem management, better technology, more educated people, better supply lines and adaptive management strategies will speed up the advancement of the aquaculture industry. The number seven trend for this year is increase in scale-up farms. In 2021, this was large company expansion as the trend. The mom-and-pop aquaculture industry is fading away in developing countries, so we are going to see large companies exponentially expanding within the aquaculture industry. At the same time, Subsistence-level local fishing economies will be moving into aquaculture as their shoreline fisheries collapse from factory fishing encroachment. The reason that there will be increase in scale-up farms are varied. Some of them are regulatory costs are too high. They need economies of scale, innovation research costs, stiff competition, and also mergers and acquisitions. The next trend is one of my favorites. It's talking about plant-based protein as alternative seafood. In 2021, I was talking about this called meat cultivation. Responsibly source high-quality protein from the sea will reduce the pressure on land-based meat production. And if you're in this space, you probably already know that Umaro has produced a seaweed bacon. And there's fungi sushi by aquaculture, which one actually the Peter Diamandis X price. The number nine is something that we didn't see from last year, but I think it's still very much a big trend this year is differentiation. Now that we're almost coming back up after the pandemic, it's imperative that companies in the aquaculture industry will have value added products, creative packaging, and new products from waste. And the number 10 trend, last but not the least, is about sustainability, good practices, good business, and good earth. Last year, I called this blue economy strategy, which will increase investment into the right kind of aquaculture. So there you have it, the top 10 trends in the business of aquaculture. Please subscribe and leave a review of the podcast so that we can continue bringing in guests and know that when you listen to the podcast, you have built a home in the Philippines via B1G1.com. Thanks, everyone. And I'm looking forward to our next guest for season five for the Business of Aquaculture podcast. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. 
Thank you for listening and I hope you are inspired from this episode. Do take a moment and share this with your friends and colleagues and rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway from this conversation has been. What are you going to do differently? Please share your thoughts across social media and tag us. For links and show notes for this episode, visit our website www.sustainableaquaculture.ca slash podcast. Thank you again. I hope you will join me on the next episode and together we can help create a better business in aquaculture.